Welcome to the Business Mentor Podcast. This podcast is where we share and discuss the experiences, ideas, and happenings in the world of business, featuring some very special guests and experts to give you advice and direction in your journey. Introducing your host, award-winning entrepreneur and Prince's Trust business mentor, Jay Dillon. Thank you for joining me again, the Business Mentor Podcast. I'm going to take you live into a Q&A that I ran at one of my latest keynote talks. I love Q&As because I can open up, I can just freestyle the information I have and yeah, get back to people asking questions, give them raw advice they can take away and leverage my 18 years in business. So I love this. Um, So check it out. I hope you can get some value yourself and I look forward to catching you on the other side. Set the table. I've got no questions. Great, I can shoot off. Straight away, actually. Uh, With brand. Yes. When do you decide to get? What's your name? Kyle. Kyle. Should give Kyle a round of applause just for life. This guy's amazing. Amazing. When did you? you Yeah. Get Kyle. Okay. And. Great question. So that was quite a big decision for me because what happened was about two years ago, I started doing Instagram, started building that up. Then, by the way, I was telling this guy, you know, for 10 years, I didn't know brand. Oh, I was running a business. I did nothing. Three years, I did Princess Trust, just talking. No one knew anything really about me. And when I came out, because my story is quite just from what I did, it started growing quite quickly. And then people started talking to me. I met Grant Cardone. We had a private room. People said, what are you doing? And then people just wanted to follow me. My, My Facebook just grew. And then people said, can you produce some content, videos and stuff? And the podcast came out. But then I, I... I don't mind going on the camera now because um, I wanted to podcast first because I didn't want to be on the camera. The voice, you don't need to be on. And podcast still works. And then probably about, I think a year ago, started doing more regular posts. And then about three or four months ago, because I was doing outsourcing, I was using outsourcing companies to do it. And I thought, right, the best way to get content is for someone to follow you around. Because the hardest thing is trying to come with content, right? So I thought if I take him, he'll break all the videos up, he'll post them, and then we've got the editing team for, for the thing. So I've, I've gone around in circles. But brand two years ago, properly into it about six months ago. And I'm seeing the rewards now. But listen, um, brand can be just doing one or two posts on your Facebook. Doesn't have to be doing videos and all that kind of stuff. We've launched our YouTube channel. We've only got 24 subscribers, but I don't care because I'm, that's a different kind of animal. It's hard to build YouTube, but we will do it at some point. But I started then, but you can start slowly. So that answers your question. I do talk yeah. a lot, but you know, hopefully that answers your question. Or are you thinking of doing your brand? I'm just curious about when to start. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Branding. And when you're ready. And by the way, you know, I've, I've monetized a lot through the podcast, so I can now resource it that way. Yeah. So that money is invested in the editing team. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then the brand deals I get, people do, like send me products to shout out. I don't do as much as that. But speaking gigs, obviously Najinda's a friend of mine. But just little things like that. Like, for example, um, Cardiff. Do you know Celtic Manor? Yeah. beautiful place right so we'd, we'd escape there now and again and if you're not being there you should check it out but I was, I was saying to my wife wouldn't it be great to speak here and because and I've been putting my brand out there I'm speaking there in April so you know from that just, just build just put yourself out there that's what I said everyone's got a story you know people like I'm grateful when people say it's a great story but honestly I've, I've just said what I've I've, I've just done basically and that's the best way to do it because then no one can challenge you on it right 
You know, I had people challenge me the other day on LinkedIn, right? So I posted a video, got 10,000 views, did really well. And someone, and I, I've got this posing picture of my phone, I don't, I don't know about it. And someone said to me, oh, what does it become to be an online guru? Like calling me out. And I said, look, hey, I'm just doing my truth. I did five years of the Prince's Trust. And then he shut up. Oh, that's a great course. That is, sorry about that, mate. And I would go, so, will you come on my podcast? <laughs> so it's like, yeah, and that's why I did a video, I did a live video on all. Because I was going to block him first. And then I thought, no, let's, let's see his truth. And he's actually got a decent following. And his following's got like 40,000. But his following is calling out online gurus who don't give value. There's a lot of them out there, right? They do something for one month and they're a guru the next month. But he calls them out. But I said, don't call me out. I've actually done a business. And uh, that, yeah, I come from that. So yeah, when you're ready. Cool. Any more? How do you manage your time so different businesses? Yeah, so good question. It's, it's, it's tough. Because I've got two young daughters. And when I sold my business, because I remember when I'm a recruiting business, it was like 18 hours a day, really hard. And even when my first daughter, Tara, she was getting born. I know she was really bad, but she took like 24 hours in labor. And we had uh, a phone call from a client called Kerry Foods. Anyone know Kerry Foods? They're quite a big client. And trying to get them, and they're ringing up. My ops manager's ringing up and says, right, Jay, you've got to take this call. They're going to take, we're going to get the contract. I said, actually, I don't know if I could do this right now. But then I thought, I'll go, I'll go, Mandy, can you hold on a bit, yeah? That's cool. <laughs> she was taking ages anyway. So I took the phone call. And then on Christmas Day, I was, because I, I, with my staff, I'd always be, I want to lead from the front, right? So when it came to Christmas, although, us Indians celebrate Christmas more than our own religion at times. I knew my staff who really celebrate Christmas. I would say, look, you guys take Christmas off. On Christmas Day, I'd go in and check all the stuff. And it was uh, New Year's Eve, right? Check all the contractors and all that kind of stuff. But then I said, when I start my business, I'm going to be looking after my children, drop them off every morning. Now, I don't know who does the school, anyone do the school run here? It's the hardest thing ever. It's like flipping out. You're running everywhere and you get anything. But answer to your question, because I do go around in circles, um, is I just outsource it, Ranjit. So my recruitment's run by two staff. Properties obviously leveraged to agents. My brand obviously got Kyle now. I could sit there and spend an hour trying to do a video, edit it, but he does my social media, does all that kind of posting now. My mentoring obviously that's booked in through my PA. So just little systems, right? And everything's, I, I leverage IT a lot. And my recruitment is all IT. Um, just by getting it, systemizing it, and then putting it to one side. That's the hardest thing for me to invest in brand and invest in videographer. You know, my wife thinks, are you sure about that? That's because I know where it's going and I'm investing now. Otherwise, I'll be sitting there doing my Instagram post, trying to find out what pictures, putting the tab on. But now it's going out without me thinking. My Facebook, I manage myself, my LinkedIn, because I want to interact. <laughs> But videos and stuff, he can do it. He'll do a video, which will take about two weeks to do. He'll do it in like in, in an hour. Like, why is it taking so long, you know? Carl will tell you that. But yeah, so hope that makes sense. Can I have a follow-up to that? Yeah. So you've systemized your business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've leveraged a lot of stuff out. But when the unexpected happens, what happens? Yeah, so what, how do you react to that? A bit what, of mindset, but... Yeah, like anything, you've got to get on with it. You've got to get in, sometimes you've got to get dirty. And if I've got to deal with the eviction of the property, I've got to deal with it. You know, there is time in my day where I've got to give, sometimes I might have to give attention to something else. It's not rigid. You know, I'm not like a robot or whatever. If something needs dealing with, like for example, in my recruitment company, it was all leveraged towards the end. But if someone for Land River rings up and says someone's hurt themselves on a machine and the MD's got to speak to them at nine o'clock, I'm shut down. I've got to go and deal with it. You just got to jump in, aren't you? Certain things you've got to do, you know, so I'm always playing catch up sometimes because the unexpected will happen. But if you do the stuff 
Like Instagram posting is not going to be unexpected. I know that's rigid. Like that can be done. Uh, property, you know, things can change. But if you systemize as much as possible, that's fine. But, you know, no one's perfect. If anyone tells you that they've got it so structured that they don't do anything, that's a load of bullshit. You know, sometimes I have to work late. Sometimes I have to get in early. It's just the way it is. But I'm willing to do that because, you know, I built it from nothing, so I wouldn't to do that. You know, I was driving minibuses around the start. This happens. That's another story, you know. We had to do that. I was opening the office six in the morning and doing night shifts just trying to get the contractors out. But that's just, you have to do it. My sales team didn't know that. But I was covering the contracts manager. But you've got to just lead from the front. The art is not to show too much. Just do it, get it done, don't complain about it, and move on. Yeah, cool. I was say just to add to that, um, I've spent a bit of time with Jay. Um, a bit of time? <laughs> More time than with me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we don't want to start rumours. So, <laughs> when I watch him, what he's doing, he's just getting on with so much stuff and he just gets on with it. And what you see and what he's doing and everything, you'll you, you not see the depth of how he gets it down the dirty and does the stuff he has to do when he's got to do it. And you won't see that side, but he does. And, and I think that's probably, you'd agree, it's yeah. contribute to your success. Yeah, and you've got to be humble. It's funny because the paper called me humble, right? And um, people used to tell me that's a weakness, but that's a strength. Being humble is a strength because it allows you to network with people without being arrogant about it. So when people say, you know, you need to be stronger. You, look, I did 30 million pounds of sales being humble and trying to help my customer rather than these other salespeople saying, yeah, Jay, we're going to hammer the calls. We're going to do this because I cared for the customer. You know, when they were ripping them off, I didn't want to do that because I believed that if you do right, things will happen, right? Now, that doesn't mean I'm not aggressive in sales. I am, but I put the activity in. I make the calls. I follow up. I actually care when I'm making the call. How are you doing? Our first ever client recruitment came from a bereavement card. That's crazy because the, the contract we're trying to get into was a packing factory, pick it and pack it, and we couldn't get in there and our Fanta, his, his mother-in-law passed away. I said, what's the nicest thing I can do? Give him a card. Genuinely give him a card. Say, look, I'm sorry for your loss. I wasn't doing it out of spite. I wasn't trying to be conniving. And you know what? He rang up two weeks later and said, Jay, look, thank you for that card. I really appreciate it. If there's an opportunity, I'll come back to you. And then we got the contract. So in answer to your question, you've got to get your hands dirty. You know, any top entrepreneur, you know, if you've watched Grant Cardone, he's doing the viewing, he's still doing that stuff. And by the way, my mentors, I learned that from my mentors. Now, my, my, my biggest mentor is Mike Osborne. Now, you won't hear Mike Osborne, but he is 90 degrees burnt. Burnt, right? It's literally burnt. And he told me the story of what happened. So he was driving his plane from Isle of Man into Burn. He owns so much property. He sold insurance company for 10 million in the 1985s. You can imagine what that's worth. And invested in all these commercial buildings. And he was flying over and his jet, he's a pilot, had a bit of problems and he was going to land on this field. He saw these kids. He diverted, missed the kids. Plane went down and uh, he thought he was dead. Burning and the farmer saved him documentaries on Bravo. It's just that crazy what he went through. And he's been a, a really strong mentor to me. And I asked him the same question. I said, he's working 14 hour days now. And I said, I said, how do you do it? He goes, Jay, you know what? I love it. And I said to him, I'll ask you a question because I get asked this all the time. What do you think about passion? Yeah, because everyone's talking about passion, right? Now, was I, I've looked back, was I passionate about recruitment? Not really. I wanted to build a business that makes money. So 
how did I fall in love with recruitment? Because it made me money, right? And what Mike said to me, he goes, Jay, if you do something well enough and it makes you money, guess what? You become passionate about it. That's just the way it goes. But if you do something you're passionate about and you're not making any money, guess what? You're going to fall out of love with it. You know, passion's overrated. I'm talking about let's make some money and then I can do my passion without even thinking about money. So I look at my mentors and the, and, and the work they're putting in and, I, and, and they're worth hundreds of millions. I'm thinking, wow, if you're doing it, I'm going to be doing it. I need to do even more. I've not even started yet. You know, I thought sending the business was the best thing I did. It's probably, it was good in a way, but when I finished and I thought I'd retire, on a, <laughs> retirement's the worst thing ever. <laughs> One, your money ain't gonna last forever. And two, it's, no one wants to talk, no one's ringing me. And I was telling, I think I was telling you, Vanjie, I was, I saw the logins to my company, so every Friday I'll check the PL sheet, you know, until they kick me off. <laughs> you know, uh, one, one, I wanted them to fail, but that was my ego kicking in. But after I got over it, I thought, you know what, that's my legacy. I can, I can now point people to my company and say it's still running. Whereas a lot of people, you know, that's, that's my legacy now. And it's still going, still better than that, better without me. They had better resources, yeah, they had more money. So, um, cool. Any more questions? Jay, just, sorry, just, just a quick one. Um, I'm starting out. Um, yeah. What one piece of advice would you give to someone that's just starting out? Cool. Big question, what are you looking to go into? Um, property. Uh, okay. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, typically starting off rent to rent uh, until I sort of get a bit of a yeah, yeah. equity and whatever cash. Yeah, yeah. Best advice is one, get the education. I know it's overrated. No, which is what I'm doing. What you're doing, yeah. And two, put in the activity. You know, there's a crazy thing. I spoke to one of the trainers who does um, a rent to rent strategy, a mastermind. And I said to him, I think 100 people come in the program. And I said, How do you manage 100 people? He goes, 70% don't turn up. 70% pay their money and don't turn up. All that on and off. And I said, I said, but why is that? He goes, you know what? They're chasing the dream. So you get sold the dream, right? You don't, listen, never blame, I don't know the trainers or the mentors or anything, right? It's down to you to put the actionable steps in. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? So do the activity, in fact, do more. So if you meet with someone doing rent to rent and he says, I'm doing 10 viewings, do 20. Outwork them, that's all you can do. When you're starting off, right? outwork them, do the stuff, keep motivated, do the daily steps. And if you do the activity, track it, You'll, you'll succeed because you're the ones that are doing it now. Like the HMO market, I invested. I'm not big into HMOs now, but there's people that are doing it far better than me. But that's not my strategy because they're hungry, right? They've got this new energy. So you've got to be that person with the new energy, go in there, get the, get the right education too. And rent trends is quite an easy strategy, as I said, you're not putting a lot of money into it, are you? Right. Uh, and that's just a starting point, you know, with all the to flipping and all sorts of things. Yeah, definitely. Start slowly, put the activity, probably not to bounce too much, master one, move on to other. But there's some great investors in here. Najinda, you know, Ranji, there's some big, the, the ones I know about. I'm sure that they're the kind of people to have a chat with as well. Uh, but yeah, if you get the education, just put the work in. You'll definitely do it, mate. Uh, just a quick one, what drives Sorry, you to succeed? What's the qualities? No, so what drives you? Oh, drive, oh. For me, legacy. legacy. And let me, let me tell you what I mean by that. I don't know what that means. So on my podcast now, when I first started off, I thought, oh God, it's a bit of a slog doing it, right? But now I go back and listen to episode, let's say I did one with Luke about a 30 day challenge. I listened back to that Christmas and I thought, wow, this is legacy stuff. 
because it meant so much. I was listening, thinking, great, I want to do this again. Do you know what I mean? So for me, it's legacy and to help other people. So first I did it through Prince's Trust. But you know, if you give something and then Luca was in the paper today, you know, he's in the Telegraph today. And, um, you know, he's got like, he's doing so well. And I can remember when he came to me with nothing. And I'll be honest, he's put all the work in. But he always credits me. I said, Luca, I know we, you know, but... That's the power of me. I used to undervalue myself a little bit and saying, I'm not giving it, but what I was giving him was powerful. But he's gone on and gave him the belief and he's doing really well. So for me, helping others, keep building my businesses. And I've got two young children. I, my two, she's four now. And she talks about podcasts. Yeah, who's the influencers? Because I'm on like... Um, YouTube, um, Patrick Bay David, I've interviewed him and we talk regular. Patrick Bay David, I, I can name you five influencers. Patrick Bay David, Gary V, uh, Rob Moore's on there. There's um, uh, Grant Cardone, Jay Dillon, you know. I'm building it for them now and, and they think I'm cool. But what I'm trying to teach them a bit about business, my daughter, I want to write a book about this. And I tell you, well, it's not, it's not even difficult, right? All she does is when I sold the office, we took all the stuff out. I put it, she goes, Daddy, you want to make some money? I said, look, okay, let's stop selling stuff on eBay. We start with CDs. Got 20p CDs on uh, zipping or whatever. I gave her a spreadsheet. She's eight now. She did that. Then we started selling iPhones. Then we started some, some uh, desktops and stuff like that. And slowly she's built it up. She doesn't take it out. Which obviously, I'm giving this stuff to sell, but it's good stuff. It's giving that habit of doing it. And the best day for her is when daddy gets a new iPhone. Because <laughs> an iPhone is worth two, three hundred quid. I've taught her that habit and she's hungry for it now. Um, and my little one just talks about podcasting. She calls it the business mental podcast. I said, just call it business podcast because that sounds a bit weird, mental, right? Because mental is that thing. But that's it. It's for my children now. Um, and again, I'm hungry. I'm really, really hungry. And for me, I work with mentors that are above me. So I look up to them and think, I want to be your level. So always try and reach at the level above yourself and then it's never ending. And by the way, I'm content. I'm happy. You know, I've got a beautiful wife, my children. I'm the happiest I've been, but I'm doing what I love at the moment. And that's not always easy, you know? When you get gonna evict a tenant, you gotta get involved. Hands dirty, if one of my staff leaves, if someone says something negative to me, or like I've got negative comments and stuff like that, I've got, I'm a human being, I've got to deal with it. But you know what, the payoff's good. I can talk to you guys here, you know, for you to say my story's great, I'm humbled by that. Honestly, I'm really humbled, because I've got no eager. I'm, I really feel that everyone can do what I can do, if not even more. Cool. I've got one. I talk to Jeff as well, so I don't know if it's a question or a comment. Oh, don't we? That's cool. Yeah, if you're sort of starting out, so I'll give you my scenario in property, corporate career going really well, but also sideline business coaching. Yeah. You talk about like systems, VAs, all that kind of stuff, which can be expensive. It's like, yeah. you can have a vision. I don't know, you want to earn a million pounds a year or whatever. I guess with that limited time and funding, yeah. what advice would you give someone to join and ramp up? Yeah. With those limited funds, because I can't afford a car to follow me around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. So, what what business are you? Have you got? So, I'm going to show you something. Have you got any? So, what are you looking to build? So it's coaching business. Okay. Coaching. So, you know, in any business is a bit of a model, right? Which basically people get it wrong. So, one, you need to think what you can charge. So you're undervaluing what you can charge, right? Because that's normally like a mindset thing. So the first thing you do in any business, right? The first thing is, if you're doing coaching or anything, any kind of service. You want to have something that they can have for free. 
Yeah. So I'll come back to your question, but a free product. So like, why should they even listen to you? So for me, it was my podcast. For my recruitment, it was an online manual on how to recruit. For my uh, contract business recruitment, we used to give it a free trial, right? So you have a free, then you have a product which is of value, right? So here's the thing. So recruitment boss is a very cost-effective way of doing it, but that's not my high ticket. My high ticket is the headhunting service at the top, but no one sees that because if they struggle with the value on, they'll see the value there, then they're going to come and pay me seven, eight grand for a placement. So that makes sense. So free could be a document. Value could be a one-to-one -one call with them. So you're building some kind of rapport with them. And the third one is a high ticket. Like, you know, the mentoring, yeah? So that makes sense. What people tend to do, they go straight there. That's... Yeah, and I think what's confusing as well, there's so much out there, that, you know, people saying you need to get on Instagram, you need to do vlogs, videos, you need to do motivational quotes, and you hit so much information. Yeah. Like I said, limited time. You've still got the corporate career and property in. Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing. With, see, with, so, yeah, with social media, people get this wrong as well. They'll build a social media with no end goal. So... Listen, you can have a one point, there's people got one million followers on motivational stuff that's making no money. These guys from India and they just sell advertising and the thing. But if you have 50 followers that really buy into you, then that's better, isn't it? So don't think of like building a social media to build this massive platform. Just build a core group of people. And that'll build slowly. Sorry? Yeah, exactly. I've got a lot of followers, but listen, a lot, a lot of them just follow me because I do a few videos, but they're not going to be my buyers, you know? They, they follow my content, they're inspired by me, it's great, but I know they're not going to buy. Whereas my Facebook friends, I've treated that a bit seriously. Honestly, I'm not pitching my podcast, it's free anyway, but there's a session, there's a one on there, how to build a social media platform. See, Instagram's very tough. You, not tough as in like when you get past 10,000 followers on Instagram that's still quite a reach your, your followers keep dropping every day you constantly got to do it innit Carl Carl know that we're trying to, trying to keep our numbers up but I've given up now because you lose more than you gain that's the way Instagram because Instagram's all about how, who's following who how many followers you got so with Facebook friends you've still got enough reach on that that Facebook allow so start building that as a powerful platform don't be afraid if you're afraid to post something on Facebook you're not in the right Facebook. I was like that, honestly. I don't want to post anything. I thought, I don't want, they're gonna think I'm showing off. They're gonna think I'm putting an article on there. I thought, sod this, I'm taking them all off. I went down to 400 friends, right? But within 12 months, I've got 6,000 of connecting with me just by putting my content out there. So start small. You know, we talked about breaking it down. The thing is, you've probably got an overwhelm. Where do I go? What do I do? Just, just do two a week. Post a bit of content out there. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Yeah, we nice appreciate that. You take care. That's all right. Get them on the camera. Get them on the camera. Okay. Well, that's what you said. Three hour parking. <laughs> I probably got a ticket. The gender you're going to pay for that. Yeah. So just break it down. And you're, without me sitting with you for like an hour or two hours, I can just give you general advice. You know, what if you're doing a coaching business, what are you doing? How, how do you look on the web? Who's searching you? How you interact with it? What value can you give? There's a lot, to, lot that goes into it. But an overall general thing. Does that make sense? Yeah. Hi. What's your opinion of LinkedIn? LinkedIn. That's very interesting. You asked that question. I neglected LinkedIn. 
I neglected LinkedIn. I'm a recruiter, but we, we don't recruit head on. But here's a funny thing about LinkedIn is I've just started using it now. And I've, um, mind you, you put the engagement group. I don't think you are. You'd have to get in there. So I've started using it now. I think LinkedIn's at the moment one of the hottest platforms. I'll tell you why, because I'm posting things. I've only got 1,800 followers. Now I compare that to my Facebook, to my Instagram, but I'm getting more reach on LinkedIn. Because LinkedIn, what they do is your 1,800 connections, all their connections see your posts if you make it public. So, yeah, LinkedIn at the moment. I would use LinkedIn now. Obviously, if you're in a corporate job, you've got to be careful because people can see what you're doing. But I would use it now because the reach is there. Can I just add, Definitely. Can I just add to that? I've got more uh, investors from LinkedIn than Facebook. Yeah. More contacts to yeah. So LinkedIn, what do you do? Is any, are you property? Yeah. So just keep posting something on LinkedIn. You know, I got like a little video, I got 10,000 views. I've only got 800 followers. And so now I'm using LinkedIn quite often. I post probably twice a week. Um, you do get a lot of people who challenge you on LinkedIn. I'll be honest with you. They will, you know, because they're obviously corporate people come in and say silly things but who cares but you know if you're doing property investing but then look at the value you're giving but I just post things like you've been at a network meeting today something like that met some great investors what what, what, what strategy do you use are you, are you use one at the moment or is it? Well to be honest what I do is um, I use um, my my business Facebook business page yeah um, to add budget, add budget, well, to show what I do on a, a weekly, day-to-day -day basis. Uh, I'm also part of another networking group. And okay. so, um, whereas I'm, I will go and talk to them about how the network can help them. I may not need their service. Yeah, yeah. But I may need to know somebody that does. Yeah, sure. So with so, Facebook page. Business page. Business page. I'll be honest, I think, do you get any engagement on that? I do, I do, I put a little animation. Do you get many likes and, and comments? I did. Yeah, it's dead now. Yeah, it's dead, because i got 70,000 followers, I reach about 800 if I'm lucky. Yeah. The, um, the algorithm got hit maybe two years ago, when the Facebook business, now they want you to base, they want you to sponsor it. So, um, so I don't know what engagement you're getting out of that, but if you post that on LinkedIn, you're probably going to get hashtag them, hashtag, you're probably going to get a lot more views. Maybe like hundreds, I don't know how many followers you've got, thousands. Yeah, yeah. So try what you're posting on your page into LinkedIn. Um, yeah. And the key thing is, don't be afraid to post. People are scared to post. No one cares. Yeah, because the, pe if the people are watching you, they're interested. The ones that are not watching you, they're not bothered anyway. So don't care about what you post. I used to care about what I posted. I don't care because if I'm putting my truth out there, that's fine. We're not looking to rip anybody off. We're looking to just get our, our story out there, yeah? I met my first mentor. He didn't know what I did. And I was, didn't want to tell him and he couldn't believe my story. And I thought everyone knows what I do, but they don't. So tell people what you do, you know? Tell people what you do. There's going to be someone. I'd invest, believe it or not. I investors, one guy wanted to spend 150 grand investing in property. I, I said, I don't do that. You know, I can park you to somebody else. Just because I'm linked to a property, you know, mentor and stuff like that. So LinkedIn, answer that question. All you do LinkedIn. All you LinkedIn. I am testing something on LinkedIn at the moment with a small group. Um, if you come with the, my podcast um, Facebook group, there's the people I've joined through that group and agenda, you're part of that, aren't you? 
we're getting some amazing results aren't we yeah yeah it's, it's, yeah. people said from what they're getting to what they're getting now 100% it's a joke yeah and I, by the way I don't charge for that we're just doing it as a team so join the Facebook group I've got once it's live did you come on it you can come on it as well you're cool so basically co- 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 join the group and then next time I go in again I'll take 10 people again we'll get a little WhatsApp group and we'll push each other's engagement and by the way me engaging other people's posts you know, I'm not saying I'm bloody Gary Vaynerchuk, but it looks good when Jay Dillon's posted, I'm on Rob Moore's and other people's, and the gender's posting a man, we're doing interacting stuff. That builds your brand as well. Oh, Jay's done a uh, you know, post on um, Ajit, yeah? Ajit must be into the property kind of thing, you know? Just builds it up. People are thinking, wow, where's all these comments? Because most people only get three or four comments. We're getting about 15, 16, 17, 18 now. So join the group and I'll, I'll share that with you, but start posting on, on LinkedIn. Cool, good stuff. Right, any more questions? Right, We're done, yeah? yeah. <laughs> Thank you for them questions. You know, I hope I brought some value for you guys anyway today. It's great to meet you guys. And Najinda, you're doing a great thing. I think, uh, you know, hosting is really good. It's, it's, it's hard hosting something, and you know, you do a lot of work, don't you? Yeah, yeah. It takes out a good couple of days of my month just to. <laughs> Let's give a round of applause because he does amazing. I'm going to shoot. And by the way, if you've got any, I'm interviewing a very, very well-known property guy. He's well-known. You guys will probably know him. Um, I'm interviewing him on my podcast. So if you've got any questions, just send them to me and I'll, I'll ask them. Yeah. Very, very big investor. He doesn't do many. He doesn't do many. Who sent a friend request already? Oh, you got it. Okay. Cool. Action takers in the room. Yeah, do a phone request. Do it. Okay. 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 If I don't get back to you tonight, I'll probably get, I will definitely get back to you. Right, guys, have a great rest of your session, and I hope you see you at one of the events that we do. Take care. See you on Friday. Um, I hope you enjoyed that q and I certainly did. So uh, thank you for joining me again on the podcast. It's a real honor to have you guys with us. Until the next time, have a great day and I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you.